Welcome to Dharma Glimpses, an introduction to the profound treasury teachings of Chogyam Trungpa Rinpoche, taught by Judy Leaf. In this episode, Judy discusses the two extreme views of eternalism and nihilism. Welcome. Today I'd like to talk about two terms, eternalism and nihilism, they are called. They both seem to be ways of removing ourselves from the rawness of immediate experience. They're hideouts in a way. We can hide away from the intensity of day-to-day life with its uncertainty, its changes, with its unpredictable quality. Eternalism is like escaping into a fantasy world where everything is okay. We choose to see only those things that make us feel secure. And in order to do that, we have to obviously not look at a lot of things that might threaten that. And the eternalist side of this uh, two terms, or these two experiences, is really based on fear of pain, fear of suffering, fear of lostness, and the creation or construction of little worlds of security and hiding out within them. It's kind of like a mental gated community where we just don't go past the gates and within the gates things are fine and outside, who cares? Eternalism is anti-change. If we're in a relationship, we don't want it to change. With another person, we don't want them to change. Once we set up our life in a certain way, we don't want it to, to change. We do everything we can to avoid reality of change. And I think this eternalistic side of things is, is connected with something very common in our society, which is covering up aging, pretending aging is not happening, that we're forever young, and every uh, age is a, a new 30, 80 is a new 30 or something like that. No way. 80 is 80 and 30 is 30. So this sense of trying to solidify and make a fortress of kind of happiness, but not happiness without real reality. Happiness as a construct that needs to be protected and constructed and held to and not let go of or allowed to change in any way. There's kind of a brittle quality to this notion of eternalism and just resisting to basic reality that things are always changing. People are always changing. Circumstances are always changing. So to maintain an eternalist view, we have to ignore quite a lot, quite a lot that's rich and valuable. On the other extreme is nihilism. And nihilism is kind of a retreat from pain by assuming nothing will work out. Nothing is that meaningful. Unable to actually reveal our hearts at all. It's not wanting to show that you actually care about anything. If you don't care about anything, how can you be hurt? How can you not be protected? It's a form of protection as well. You could think of these as the hideouts on the extremes, the boundaries, hideout boundaries from what's actually happening, the richness of the mix of of pain and pleasure and suffering and uh, happiness and sadness and the whole mix of whatever makes life so colorful, potent, and real. So on the one hand, we try to avoid pain by holding on very tightly, constructing something and holding on tightly. And the other extreme, we try to avoid pain by not investing in anything, 
staying out of that whole game altogether. And we're hoping by not investing anything, we don't have to go through the pain of losing anything. You can see these styles sometimes in relationships and the dysfunction of them. In a sense of the eternalist view, when you're in a relationship with another, you want to hold on so tightly and keep the other person so safely within your orbit that it creates claustrophobia and actually drives away the very thing you're trying to hold on to, that smothering kind of controlling quality. In terms of spirituality, the eternalist view is that the spiritual practice, spiritual traditions are kind of like a giant warm cocoon. You can just hide out into and avoid the troubles and problems of the world, close off to pain. You can be taken care of. Benevolent figures will cradle you in their arms, and you can be in a world that's much better, a better world. You can go into this world and forget about the actual world with its struggles and pain and challenges. It's an unreal dream kind of world. Spirituality becomes very dreamy, very dreamy. It's like those kind of pastel-colored ads for the latest spiritual getaway. There's kind of a sweetness to this approach, but a shallow and weak fundamentally. For it to work, you basically have to stay kind of fuzzy and disconnected. And with nihilism, you figure if I don't place my heart in anything, then I won't be hurt. If I don't invest in anything, I can't be taken advantage of. Instead of hiding out in kind of a dream world in the uh, eternalist way, you hide out in a kind of cynical world where nothing really much matters. And if you are in a relationship, you don't really invest that much. Therefore, you don't have that much to lose and you can't be that easily hurt. And in terms of spirituality, a nihilistic view is like to avoid it altogether. The threat of uh, thinking uh, bigger, the threat of disrupting a little negative cave that you dwell within. Nihilistic approach is based on kind of closing off your heart and actually closing off others if you can, because uh, it's too threatening. Quality of feelings or the kind of spiritual aspirations or whether, whatever you might call them. Instead of the la-la, thinking everything is going to work out, basically you think nothing is going to work out. With the eternalist view, you tend to see only the positive side of things, and you're kind of blind to the negativities. And in the nihilist view, you only see what's wrong. You find fault and highly critical, and you're kind of blind to uh, positive aspects of experience. And whether that be life, work, spirituality, relationships, you see only one side. So both of these extremes, eternalism and nihilism, are somewhat blind, and the blindness is caused by a fear of the raw intensity of life. So the idea or the practice or challenge is to to live life somewhere between the two, avoiding the extremes of the blindness of eternalism and the blindness of nihilism. So the challenge is to find some kind of middle way between those two extremes, those two hideouts at the edge. And that means facing life in all its complexities, life that's changing, life that's filled with sadness, life that's filled with joy, things that have bright sides and dark sides. So being within that actual life without hiding out, the intensity of love, the intensity of pain, 
the challenge, and the valor of life. And that is where the path lies. We may find ourselves drawn to one extreme or another in response to what arises, but the idea is come back to the middle, not be stuck in eternalism, not be stuck in nihilism, not be afraid of what life in its immediateness, power, rawness, and beauty has to teach us. With this approach, you don't assume things are going to work out, and you don't assume they're not going to work out. Either way, you hold your ground and step-by-step follow the path of awakening. Thank you for joining me for this glimpse of Dharma. This podcast is made possible through the support of the Hamera Foundation. To learn more about Judy Leaf's teachings, publications, and retreats, or to contribute to the support of this podcast, please visit judyleaf.com.